Oh, I wish there was Chortis. I wish we had some more Chortis. <laughs> Not even a little bit of Chortis. No. no. So sad. I feel like Chortis is also the name of the governor's like extra chin, the scary lady. Oh. Scary gym teacher. You think she named well, it's it? It's definitely yeah, a Pokemon. It's, it's yeah, yeah it's for it sure is a, a Pokemon. Chortis is a Pokemon. Chortis. 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 Chort. Chortis. 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 The Chort Pokemon. <laughs> I actually would love if Pokemon didn't have weird voices. It was just normal people voices saying their name over again. If it was just like Chortis. <laughs> I would love it if they got celebrities to come in and they make enough money. But if they got celebrities to come in and voice a Pokemon or a combination, you don't know if it's going to be like, is that the guy from Crocodile Dundee? Uh, and he's playing, you know, Chortis. Chortis. <laughs> Let me tell you about my family. I sell propane and propane accessories. Hey, welcome back. It's Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the animated podcast about real cartoons. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And uh, I know maybe you've been a little bit, uh, you know, upset the last couple weeks about our never-ending, relentless shilling of Disney and Disney Plus. So I want I want you all to know that we have completely replaced that with a new shilling strategy where we shill Shantytown, the streaming venture that I do with my good friend Shane, who is also here, who's our second guest on the show. It's Shane. Hi. Hello. Oh, hello. I am Shane. And this podcast is now entirely about our Twitch stream. This feels like corporate sponsorship. <laughs> and that makes me uneasy, but I... But you know us personally. I know you personally, and that it's makes like, it it's okay. okay. It totally makes it okay, and and to make it even more okay, uh, we're we're gonna we're 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 changing our whole show. We're not even gonna talk about cartoons. We're gonna talk about video games now. Is that cool? Did you guys prep for that? Please don't. Have you guys played no. Sekiro? <laughs> Sekiro. Have you played Sekiro? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How how far past the tutorial did you get when I? I am it getting like through it on ago? my own time. I'm getting through it on my own time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, this you, is I, you and the other ninety-nine percent of people who scored under a sixteen on their SATs, right? Ooh, you Ooh. must be old. It's the old way. Oh, it's twenty-four now. It's twenty-four. Wait, am I a shadow? Because I've died twice. <laughs> oh man, the shots are already flying. Oh, I'm so glad that I brought my friend Shane on the show so that he can insult my other friends. Uh, are you guys gonna stream SSX Tricky pretty soon? Because Ooh, SSX be Tricky, good. it's time to rock around. It's Tricky. <laughs> Rory, Rory, have you ever heard of this game called SSX Tricky? I would, I would, be, I would. Your stream could be <laughs> you and me, and and we just play SSX Tricky. And, it, <laughs> and I know that's kind forever. of a that's kind of a low, like a low quality pitch, but like the game <laughs> SSX Tricky for you guys is a pretty good one. That's we we can't. You can do so many a... fun tricks on that tricky board on that fun little <laughs> long stick. That your that your funny that your funny character rides down because you can hey. play as Mac you can play as Mac the funny teen you the funny teen <laughs> you can play as Kaori the Japanese pop star oh my god um, Rory you know too much about SSX Tricky <laughs> well how am I supposed to win if I if I <laughs> if I don't imber- immerse myself in the if war? I don't know which uh. characters boards are the best for which Mac. <laughs> hey you know what else is tricky um. 
SSX has three letters, and you know what else is three things? Cadillacs and dinosaurs and gargoyles, which is oh, sure, our that current sure arc, uh, which is the two shows that we're watching, both gargoyles and Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Oh, the um, snowboard judges just gave you a six out of ten on that transition. I'll take it. If you're just good going at for completion, you can switch to an alpine board, which uh, you can't. <laughs> they go a lot faster, but uh, you can't land backwards on them like you can. Uh, on a well, why don't we board. switch to our alpine board and sort of <laughs> uh, s- trick our way down the mountain to our first show? It's yeah, that one. You got you got a seven and a half out of ten for that one. This is All a better right. transition. Okay. We are we're a cartoon podcast. I'm sorry. This is not. We're not doing a Twitch thing. Even though that that is what I said, and even though I really do stream with Shane on Twitch on the weekly, and you should watch us, and you should follow us, but we're doing cartoons. Watch what we're, Austin already said it. We're watching Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, and we're watching Gargoyles. We're on episode three of both of them, and we got Shane in, and Shane, you need to tell them how many episodes you watched of both shows. Oh, I... Of both shows? Yeah. I Well, I watched all of them of both shows, but I'm definitely <laughs> very far ahead in Gargoyles now. <laughs> oh, shit. Because you can stop. See, you, you've, got, <clears throat> you've got future knowledge that we need to I, prevent you I, from spilling. I have future knowledge. I'm pretty good at I'm pretty good at not letting the metagame leak in, okay. so it'll be, it'll be okay. All it'll right. be all right. All right. Uh, but you only watched if the you wanted to met them, car- I mean, you, would you? What's your metagame knowledge going on for SSX Tricky? Like, if you wanted to pick a map <laughs> that is good against... <laughs> Um, <laughs> listen, I, I only played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and uh, 1080 Snowboarding. What, other than other than that, I have no idea what you're talking about. God. Oh. Sorry. You're 1080 Snowboarding? You didn't even play Snowboard Kids? Snowboard Kids beats the other one's butt. I played sub, Subway Surfer on my phone. I wow. played Survival <laughs> Kids. <laughs> survival Kids? What is Survival That's, Kids? It sounds like he just got left in the park for a while. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the stream. Um, I'm here commenting on Shandy Town on Andy and and Shane's uh, <laughs> game playing, and I'm I'm leaving some great fun hilarious comments here. Um, and the first comment I'm leaving on their stream um, because they don't let me uh, on video with them is uh, Gargoyles <laughs> yep. Episode Three Awakening Part Three. And here is the synopsis that I posted into their chat uh, while they're playing. Having been, having been awakened in Manhattan in the year 1994 by industrialist David Xanatos, a furious battle breaks out, causing Detective Elisa Maza to investigate, and discovers, then befriends Goliath. Xanatos informs Goliath that three important computer disks had been stolen during the raid and implores their help to retrieve them. Whew, thanks for navigating that strange English paragraph, though I have to <laughs> warn you, I did glance at the Cadillacs and Dinosaurs blurb, and it is worse. Uh, (laughs) this is good this was um a nice reprieve i think with gargoyles that has been super heavy plot all the time constant big action shit going on for the last Mm -hmm. two episodes and this has finally been able to let things sit a little bit and have like quiet moments and have more character moments and just chatting you know character development and chatting uh which was nice like there weren't too many huge things happening and uh it was cool to just kind of get to spend time with these characters now that they're kind of in the um 
in the groove, like kind of in the in their place where they're going to be for the rest of the show. Perched on top of the castle. Yeah. Um, Do they live there the whole time? I have no idea. I don't tell us, Mr. Watch Ahead. (laughs) Rude. I don't understand how they can remain on top of this castle if Xanatos is like clearly a villain, right? Like either they kick him out of the castle. This is a go home. (laughs) Go home, rich man. Uh, (laughs) Get out of here. Get out of here. uh, But I don't understand how that would happen unless he like they somehow navigate him not being openly a villain to the main characters, which I feel it could be really tricky. Uh, really SSX tricky. <laughs> but like if the, like otherwise it's like, ah, you damn villain. I'm so, you know, I'm pissed that you won again, but I'm going to go back to your house and go to bed. Yeah. Like, it's it's really like weird. being roommates with your ex or something. And it's like, yes. all right, well, we're not talking, but I, I do also need to borrow some toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, so I don't really know, but we do get we do get some really choice uh, Xanatos being a rich guy lines at the beginning of this one um, where because because the, the beginning is where where the new the detective lady, Elisa Maza, has been has been escorted by his own sort of personal snively. Yeah, uh, he, she, he's been he brought her up to the to the castle because obviously she was like, there were fucking gunshots like you need to bring me in there. And he starts being like, yeah, I've already talked to the mayor because I'm a really big deal <laughs> and I'm super rich. And don't worry, it's OK. We, We're we just telling the press it's a generator explosion. But for you, <laughs> yeah, since you God. did catch me in my lie, I'll tell you the real secret. A renerator explosion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no, he says uh, he says they repelled an invasion from a rival corporation. And her response is pretty good. She says, Repelled an invasion. You're a private citizen, Xanatos, not a country. Detective, I am the owner of a multinational corporation, which is bigger than many countries you could name. You can't <laughs> even name them, poor person. You're yeah, poor. I mean, it, it is, uh, I would say it might even be a, a bit of subtle racism from Xanatos to Maza, who's oh, like, hardcore. Oh, I'm richer than most countries than you can even name. And it's like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'm rich and I had an education, so <laughs> like, God. Well, well, I mean, when she first walks in to the place and she sees it, the first thing she says is, oh, must have a heck of a heating bill. Yeah. Like, what a weird adult kind of theme to throw in for her character <laughs> development. She has, yeah. a, she has a lot of great little one-liners this episode. The one I like, just because it was really original, it just kind of caught me a little bit off guard, was when she's exploring the spooky castle and, is, and says something to the likes of, like, um, <laughs> good laugh would be worth a lot of money right about now. Yeah, good just yeah. a lot of money right now. Like, she's just, like, <laughs> looking for something to break some tension. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Refreshingly honest. She seems really cool, though the thing that develops in this episode super fast is her, like, <laughs> her, the, I don't, her and Goliath have some serious cross-species, like, Thing. Oh, oh, it happens <laughs> quick. So what I kind of love about it is we spend the first half really establishing that she can take care of herself if she wanted yeah. to. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh plays up da- <laughs> plays up damsel mode pretty hard for Goliath. Oh, save Goliath. me, big man. Yeah. Save me. <laughs> Goliath wastes absolutely no time in swooping her up like a little baby into his. Oh, big and she's muscular. so and she's so <laughs> her nethers. Her nethers are uh, on on the same on the same. Uh, they are enjoying what's happening. 
<laughs> I like yeah, how I mean, you stuck it's, that. Yeah, yeah. Thirsty <laughs> is the word. It's deeply She's a stirring. Thirsty. <laughs> she, she is thirsty for some Batman. God, bat-like man. Well, yeah. I mean, the Batman, <laughs> the Batman an- analogies are not. Uh, they're they're real. I mean, this show like every every week that we watch this, this show feels more and more like a strange love child of Batman the animated series and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. So uh, because think... she is fully the April O'Neil of this weird group she of non humans. <laughs> There's a very fun bit where after so you you met, so after they discover each other, uh, she she swoons off the edge. Of, she she swoons off the edge of the mountain or off the edge of the castle. Yeah, and an falls, easy falls, mistake falls. to make. Yes, an easy mistake she to make. He hole. he catches her. They land, uh, but then she's like, "Okay, so now uh, maybe you can fly us back up." <laughs> and he has to explain. I can't that. fly. Oh no! Given <laughs> given my thickness, given the thickness of my rippling bud, <laughs> unfortunately, these wings I'm not are made of bird bones. Yeah, uh, <laughs> complain to physics. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> God, it's so funny, th- but he is really like. I don't know everything that he does. Like I can't, t- I can't get a good read on how much he's intentionally being like super hot. But he's got this mm-hmm. whole dad, hot dad bod vibe thing going on, and the like. He just wait, like I said, he wastes no time just picking her up and tossing her onto his shoulders and like. Well, well yeah, it, I got the impression that he's he's vibing a little bit. He doesn't yeah. know Demona's back. And mm-hmm. uh, and also, we don't know exactly what Stone Sleep is like for gargoyles. He seems right. to be a little bit less uh, angsty than he was. Well, they're rock hard sleep. all the time is how that works. Well, they're rock <laughs> hard all the time. 100% rock hard. Oh, no. Uh, so either way, he, yeah. se- he seems to be a, a little less a little less Byronic if we needed to get, get it in this, this episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, our, 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 cute, our quota. He's uh he's kind of hanging with the boys. He's so happy the boys are back in town. Well, it's funny too because he goes through this whole thing of like, look, I really don't think I can trust any human being. And then he meets mm-hmm. one human being. He's like, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> I could at least throw a bone into one. Quahoon, Rory. Quahoon, indeed. Yeah, she. So she comes across him in the castle. <clears throat> they kind of bump in. Well, she first discovers the like feral dog. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, and then God, that's so weird. Still, so Goliath then uh, meets her, and you know she's initially really spooked out for about twenty seconds, and then he explains <laughs> the entire. Then she, uh, then her eyes. Well, drip does she fall off first, or is I can't remember where she falls off in the middle of that, but pretty quickly. But she might have. She might have caught it. She might have caught a glimpse of gargoyle hog on her way down. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um. <laughs> Because he's just wearing well, a life lot. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's something going on there. Um, it's like Gaston Belt. But he really does explain <laughs> the plot of the first two episodes to her off screen. And she comes back and is like, oh, so that yeah, happened yeah, that with like, the wizard and <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's like, what? how long have you been standing there? Like, a lot happened. Uh, also, why do you tell your life story to the first person you ever met when you like, <laughs> God. I don't know. But it is it is refreshing to see so many of these superhero shows that deal with secrets all the time and just like we're going to have to wait two seasons before the woman knows anything uh-huh. of actually what's going on. And it's really yeah. nice to, to, to have her be kind of, you know, aware of of everything kind of on the level from episode three, uh, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, and uh, 
I, I think it is interesting that the introduced like that Goliath can't fly, that he glides. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to hold to that. I don't know if they're if that's yeah, something they're it's already right been now. kind of been a little bit wishy-washy with it. But as long right. as he's not, you know, uh, crossing the sea, I think we're, it's OK. That it's, right. You know. Yeah. He he just buzz light ear falls with style uh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and, and if you happen to see him moving up in a frame, well, just fucking forget about it, kid. Like, shut up. Yeah. Warm <laughs> shut <air> up. <laughs> the car goes a dope. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, I, I like though when they when they meet, uh, she she flexes her her rank right away. Oh yeah, uh, to monsters, and they're just like, oh cool, <laughs> cool. Monsters. What's a detective? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a detective? I'm a detective first class. Oh yeah, okay. So cool. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's like what? Uh, we'll drop the clip because I like the interaction here, but it's basically like. What exactly does a detective do, Lars? Well, uh, when somebody does something wrong, I find out who and arrest them. Who says what's wrong? Well, we have a justice system, laws, penalties, assessments, that the people decide. You mean the humans decide? Gargoyles are basically saying, fuck cops. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're they're pretty cool. They're kind of oh questioning God. the criminal justice system here. Yeah, immediately. Um, which I yeah, like. immediately. Yeah, as soon as he's heard the concept of cops, he's like, mm, "That sounds <laughs> that sounds iffy to me." <laughs> well, he he gets the Spark Notes version. She's like, "Here's like ten seconds of how it should work." Yeah, she like tries to explain democracy in like a sentence. <laughs> Uh, Why would not just the thickest one be in charge? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I am the most dadly. I should be making the dad decisions. I'm, I'm the thickest and the hardest. Uh, so I like how she does try and explain things to them. She doesn't just like sort of hand wave it to these monsters because it's such a nice contrast to how Xanatos talks to Goliath. Because yeah. as soon as like, as soon <laughs> okay. as he's like, he's like, hey, I need your help. They stole three hard disks from me. And Goliath's like, hard disks? And he's like, think of them like books with spells in them. <laughs> They're like, magic talismans that hold yeah. spells. It's like, don't talk down to this man. He's a man. He's a, he's a very <laughs> So big... a floppy disk, how many spells can a floppy disk carry? <laughs> you might be, you might be confusing me for a non-immortal uh, sky monster. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've pretty much got what I need to figure your shit out a little bit. Yeah, let's uh, well, let's tone it down on that. He uh, he pulls up a, a like his his TV screen and it's got like an image of the bay on it or whatever. And Goliath is immediately like, "Holy crap! It's like a living tapestry." <laughs> Xanato <laughs> says, "Your naivete is refreshing, oh Goliath." My God. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that line. What an asshole. It's so cringy. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, Although the thing that I love from this uh, info dump that Xanatos gives is um, he is explaining that this corporation, this rival corporation that took his shit, um, they have what was it? They have like three different bases or something. Yeah, or they have, yes. they've got they've got a, they've got the prompt for a video game level. <laughs> <laughs> but see, yeah. that's so cool though. I love that because. I think a lot of sh- so what the, what he explains is that they have three bases. There's one that's in a tall tower. There's one yep. that's deep underground in a vault of, or something below the subway. And third is an air is a flying airship, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of casually touring around New York right now. And 
This is so awesome because I think most shows would. Well, okay, we need a place. All right, or some some places. Here's three separate warehouses in the docks district. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's they true. go so far above and beyond uh, because so much of the excitement of a good adventure show like this is is in the adding stuff like that. Big set piece. It gets a little wacky where it's like this robbery happened after. Xanatos got the gargoyles and they've taken them to con- conveniently very gargoyle approachable places. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. I mean, the, the flying airship is like, I mean, before before he said that they could only glide, I was like, well, but that's pl- we've already got planes. There. So I just I'm, <laughs> it's still a uh, bit of a reach, but they work mm-hmm. so hard to be like, this is where we would need gargoyles. Cause it would be it would have been such a more interesting show, I feel like, in the year like 1900. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the, sure. When the gargoyles uh, still kind of have still kind of have air supremacy. Okay, yeah. I would straight up love to watch the like steampunk gargoyle show. <laughs> that yeah. would actually be pretty awesome. No, I'm not um, talking about steampunk. I don't. I don't. I don't really. I don't. It's not what I'm. What I'm. What I'm promoting. I just meant like <laughs> don't let's vibe on that. I don't vibe on that. I just meant like people can get to people can get to the top of a tower in the year 1999. Yeah. Rory doesn't want anyone to think his brand is synonymous with steampunk. (laughs) (laughs) It's the new hot thing, Rory. Everyone loves steampunk. Everyone loves it. Come on. Everyone loves it. It's the steampunk nation. Get with it and get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so one of our one of our gargoyles gets his uh, gets a a name this episode. so we get Uncle Uncle Gargoyle. Can, we can no longer call Uncle Gargoyle. I'm uh, going to keep. I'm going to stick to that one. <laughs> I, I wrote Uncle Iro. He's like, he is the Uncle Iro. Oh, you mean Iro? <laughs> Iro, whatever his name is. I don't care. Sometimes <laughs> I don't watch cartoons. You watch cartoons. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you watch cartoons. Get out of here. Uh yeah, he's he uh he gets a name. He's na- his name is Hudson uh because there's a really fun interaction that he has with uh with Detective Maza, where he he's like he gets mad at her for for wanting to name things. Uh, what do I call you anyway? Must you humans name everything? Nothing's real to you till you've named it, given it limits. It's not like that. It's just that, well, uh, things need names. Does the sky need a name? Does the river? The river's called the Hudson. He's like, fine, I'm Hudson. <laughs> I too am Hudson. <laughs> um, but I like it. I do like it, although it's I still feel like I call bullshit on them rejecting names because yeah. like immediately after this guy's been named Hudson, immediately Goliath is like, All right, hey Hudson, let's go. Like he's using it. Like it's clearly super important to call yeah. people by names. <clears throat> hey Hudson, let's go. Wow, this really is easier. Holy Damn. shit, this rocks. <laughs> Hey, friend, which well, which one? Yeah, well, that's also a really good moment because uh, Hudson Hudson like clearly reads the room on this whole like sexual tension happening and is like, oh yeah, I think I think I won't come along with you guys. I'm just gonna go home. Yeah, because well, they're they basically the... cuddling in all moments. Reach a fucking like, crowd. I'm gonna. They <laughs> they, they look at each of... other. Yeah, they like they literally look at each other and they're like, mm. and he's like, so I'm going to walk away now. Yeah, <laughs> like just... uh, Ed Asner, 
out. I'm going to go back to my TV room and put up my feet. I'm going to get scared by the television. <laughs> he does get scared by the television because oh. there's a screaming 80s rocker on there and he like runs out of the room. The The next scene has some really strong Superman vibes uh, because <laughs> we get immediately Maza is like, is, you know, curling up with uh with goliath as they go on a tour a flying tour of the city because they need to sort of get to know it better and she is fearless you know normally mm-hmm. the lowest lane is like wait if you've got me who's got you kind of like afraid yeah. of of the the open air but she's chill she's just like cool let's let's glide around the city and she's down yeah. for it uh conversely we've seen that she can hold on to his back pretty easily but still prefers to be carried like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Who am I to be cradled by the monster? <laughs> uh, we have to. We really have to talk about uh, uh, Margot and Brendan. <laughs> yeah, talk about a real Brendan of a situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I was watching the episode when Shane got to my house earlier and I was I was getting to the Margot and Brandon scene and his eyes just lit up. I, I can watch this scene. I can watch this scene over and over and over again. <laughs> just just brilliance where he's like, oh, I'll just fix it. And she's like, you need a repairman to plug in the coffee machine. Yeah. Like <laughs> in that just, Marina Sirtis yeah. voice. Yeah. Don't tell me there's this charming, undiscovered bistro behind that dumpster. Give it a rest, Margot. What do you expect? You only paid 40 grand for the car. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't say shit back. He he does not respond at all. He completely ignores her and does what he's doing. Because guess (sighs) who Disney is for? Rich the obscenely rich, the obscenely rich and fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you haven't watched the scene, so what happens is it's just a meanwhile in New York. This rich couple has has having car trouble in a back alleyway, um, and so and it's a perfect opportunity. One of them, you know, the guy's name is Brandon, uh, <laughs> which is just so great. Silly name. Um, and this name. is when a couple of, of <laughs> a couple of unique thugs sort of come a rambling along. And uh, try to make trouble in their neighborhood, and uh, and then Maza steps out, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you wanna you wanna fuck with me?" And then my boyfriend's name is Goliath. I don't know. You get to this weird sort of like socioeconomic like who's the actual who's in the wrong? Like, yeah, it's not cool to rob people, but if they drive their if their car is literally like a giant Fabergé egg. like what did you what did you take a stab at you know liberating that i i feel the way they berate them is so interesting too where they're like well where's your birth certificate yeah like oh gosh it's so (laughs) you don't belong here you richy rich person but also like Masa, D- Detective Masa, like earlier is like, yeah, you know, we do what the laws say and the, you know, the laws are made by the people. And then she wastes no time in taking these like back alley ruffians. Going to judge dread on these monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let, let's yeah. have these, these car thieves get shredded by a monster. <laughs> <laughs> justice of the streets, yo. Oh my 
my god. It's so, I, I would have uh, loved if this was maybe not a kid show, if this was a, a different show maybe made today, I feel like Goliath would have a question of like, and now we tear them apart, yes, and we pull their arms <laughs> off of their body and throw them into a fire. Like, no, 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 we can't do that. <laughs> I, Why not? <laughs> yeah, if he's coming but from they medieval have justice. to you, and you are above them. <laughs> Surely oh, that must yeah. cost a hand does not lethally murk them. <laughs> They're very slender and tall. Mm-hmm. Not like not like dads in the least. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thickest among us will cast the first blow and we'll, we'll you know, we just follow the big one. This is how we do it in 994 AD. Oh, gosh. Uh, I guess the, the the important thing to note for sort of continuity's sake moving forward into the next episode is like two two major things happen in this in this one where uh, Xanatos got them to agree or got Goliath to agree to help get these hard disks back that were stolen in episode two um, from the various video game levels that he described. Uh, and then also at the end of this one, the like rival Corpo bad guys show up and they trank Goliath and they capture the detective. And so that's kind of like a bit to and be continued that we're left on. That creates another level of intrigue where Xanatos, uh, our, our spooky rich boy, who's probably almost definitely up to no good. Mm-hmm. There's another corporate like entity that's worse <laughs> that are being like straight up regular, you know, naughty bad boys. Right, sure. Not and he's boy. kind of a little more gray. <laughs> and like, who well, do you side with? We know we're about to learn more about Xanatos because he does reveal in the shadows that Demona does exist. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Demona is Demona is revealed in this one where she I don't know what the status is. If he like woke her up before, like he found her as a stone guard. You know, if I were a game of man, here's or... here's my here's my twenty nineteen prediction from a show from nineteen ninety nine. Uh, is is <laughs> that uh, whichever number of nines and fours in what in what order is? <laughs> uh, so my guess is she did not get destroyed, and she did mm-hmm. not spend a thousand years in slumber, right. and she's just been awake and res- you know res- like becomes resentful. I think you are you are correct on that. And and now she's a thousand years older than Goliath, but she comes back and she'll still want to smash. And he'll be like, "This is weird and awkward." You don't turn. You like, don't turn down. Uh, great AP. <laughs> 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 What's life experience next to this hot rock bar? She spent a thousand years not being rocked by a solid monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time to fix that mistake. Oh oh no okay so so that i mean that roughly is is episode three um shane what what's your what's your take on this episode how are you vibing on gargoyles right now oh god i i vibe so hard with the dad (laughs) just just going through it i i love we didn't really talk about them but the the other gargoyles that's right yeah all the side characters we didn't really we didn't really like discuss what they're doing in this episode right yeah um but i think it sets up like the fun side stories and kind of like the the break from the break from the drama. Yeah. They like really the, the, build up like us wanting to spend more time with them. Like we don't get it too early. I feel like yeah. we still it, it, but we know they've got such solid characters and 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 interesting voices 
There's like the guy oh, with the sure. beak and the little scrawny dude, and then the fat boy. The food one. I kind of want to hang with these three. I want to stay with these three knuckleheads to see what trouble they get up to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I like them. I just, you know, I don't have an attachment to them quite yet because we haven't really gotten to spend any time uh, outside of today where we got Lexington, uh, who's not who doesn't even have his name yet. Yeah, but he like, caused a, man, a motorcyclist to crash because he just wanted to get a closer look. Uh, I, I like I like him so far, but the other two I don't really have a read on. Well, I like the bird guy because they don't explain why he's got a parrot's beak. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just intrigued by his large beaky mouth. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. do you, what do you what do you think? We're we're definitely what if, at least imagine five of you these. had imagine you had seven or eight friends like really close yeah. friends mm-hmm. and one of them had a bird's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and no one talked about it. And no one's talking about this. Obviously, he's obviously got, it's like got a bird's mouth. Well, it's just, it's, but he's also the friend who's like, at least I'm not the dog. Like, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I, may have a, I may have the mouth of a bird, but at least I'm not a dog. Yikes. You God. heard it here first. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Shane, we're definitely watching at least five of these episodes. What do we have to look forward to? I mean, you, you have like to, it. I, I do like it. I have watched those five. Mm hmm. I figured I shouldn't go much farther ahead than that. Right. right. Um, because that's the full like awakening arc. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they kind of, you know, they, they, they introduced Demona and then they have the whole like the new relationship between Goliath and Demona kind of develops. Of course. And then the side characters get their names and it's. So they, they all get names before we're done with the arc. They do. Okay. Thank they God. Do. I was, it, I was... It's awakening in so many ways. Like, oh, you know, fuck. Goliath's sexual awakening and also. <laughs> <laughs> the awakening of what they call each other. <laughs> and Masa awakening to the fact that maybe she's down to clown with a non-human, you know? She she awoke to that fact literally in episode two. Yeah. So I don't, like, yeah. She didn't even see him yet. She saw the explosion. Yeah, she saw, yeah, the, she saw the claw marks in the rock and was already like, all right. <laughs> I'm going up this building and plowing it. Down. <laughs> Think of the claw marks I could put in my back. I'm going up right now. <laughs> Hey, Rory. What? Well, I... What? Uh, <laughs> what's this voice you're doing? What? <laughs> We've got a sponsor. They need you to vouch for them. They need you to tell them, tell me all of the beautiful things about them. Are you I, ready to do I, it? So, I've been known to do... I've been known to be ready for these things. Yeah, so I okay. think I'm, I'm not really prepped. Yeah. I, uh, I, I want you to, to tell us as a new institution... Uh, helping young people all over the world. Can you tell me all about the Blast Academy? <laughs> Blast Academy is when you are when you've graduated when you've graduated from high school and you're you're in this position where you have now completed you've now completed uh, uh, the president's requirements of you. He is mm-hmm. what is what you've been what has been expected of you as a good child. You have fulfilled. Yeah. Right. And then, and then what's next? And that, that, all that dead air, all that dead air you just heard is because, (laughs) you know, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's a, there's a noticeable gap in, 
it, what the president has prepared you for. <laughs> what that what those fools in the Senate have 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 uh, and Betsy DeVos ha, have have uh, contributed <laughs> to your to your uh, well being. Uh, so okay, so let's not get let's not get a little too political. Let's dive back, everybody, because. What's up next is a great new a great new way for you to fit if because here's the thing what <laughs> doesn't everybody want a free pair of rollerblades? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Of course. Yes. All right. Well, when you sign up for the Blast Academy, you learn how to blast off. You know, uh, on on in fresh streetwear. In, in, in blades that were in blades that were designed for keeping it real and cruising and cruising at the speed at a safe speed uh, because you can't go that fast on a pair of rollerblades, am I right? <laughs> no, you can't. No, you're fucking wrong, dude. It's Blast Academy time. Let's go. <laughs> let's get these rollerblades strapped on and let's go on the freeway. Are you are you telling me (laughs) They teach you how to rollerblade on the freeway. (laughs) Fuck. but you know, it's twenty nineteen, you graduated high school, uh cars cost a million dollars, and if you're looking to if you're looking to to take your to take your professional uh reputation to the next level, uh Blast Academy teaches you how to uh rollerblade uh like a car. As fast as a car. <laughs> you're you're legally a car when you strap on rollerblades. <laughs> Thanks, Rory. Yeah, no problem. In the 26th century, mankind faces an epic struggle for survival. The forces of nature have spun wildly out of control. Mighty cities have crumbled, and the dinosaurs have returned to reclaim the earth. You guys, we've just we we've just come back, and uh, here we are in Cadillac and the Dinosaurs. It's episode it's episode three. It's called Death Ray. Which is uh, one of my favorite kinds of uh, rays, and uh, and here's here's the synopsis for you. Here's here's one for you to wet your whistle on. Uh, Doctor Fassenden shows Wilhelmina a satellite laser. That's true. That happens. Uh, it's kind of like a it's kind of like an Akira sort of satellite oh, fully laser. an Akira laser. Yeah, it's oh, a it's God. A, uh, but, uh, but needs to get the station to Grith territory. Uh, get to the station in Grith territory because, uh, Wilhelmina requests Jack to take Dr. Fassenden there. They avoid a shivet on the way. Jack receives a talisman from the Griths. Hammer abducts Dr. Fassenden, finding out the death ray. Finding out about the death ray. Dr. Fassenden finding it. Okay, so this is, I'm already <laughs> This is undoable. This is undoable. This is incredible. This is an episode that starts... Okay, take two. We open on Wilhelmina getting up to trouble with her nerd friend, and they're making Mm -hmm. Akira lasers go pew pew out of the sky. And when she 
asks him why their laser isn't targeting right. He says that we have garbage for technology. And if we want the nice stuff, we've got to go get it from the lizard folk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a much better summary than the original. <laughs> Thank you. Robert. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I also need to start us off by saying that we have a Quahoon count of two this episode. Two Quahoons. Two and a missed opportunity for a Quahoon. Yeah? Yeah. A missed opportunity. A missed opportunity. Yeah. Yes. Um, but wait, no one mentioned Machinadio Vitae the whole episode, which I'm sad about. I was sad about it. I was sad about it. Shane watched you watched both of the first two episodes and then this one. Oh, I did. How do you feel? <sighs> if if there is one thing in this world that I am so disconnected with that I could not ever interact with them or know about them at all, it would be cars. Is it dinosaurs? <laughs> it would be it would be cars. This this show could be called like Dinosaurs and Fords or Dinosaurs and Lamborghinis and it would mean the same thing in my brain. Got it. So this is this was not your it, <laughs> This would not have targeted young Shane. Oh Jesus. Uh, but there's only I, one well there's a I think there's two or three Cadillacs in the show, but the actual number the Cadillac count to is is pretty low. Yeah, we the most we've seen is three on screen. I honestly believe that this show would have actually be, become like a huge hit, like a TMNT level hit, if they had not gone so hard into the Cadillac thing. Like if they right. had just called it like some sort of vague different name that's kind of its own thing, like Quahoon Raiders or so, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe not that. But if they didn't call it, I'm Cadillacs on the same page. Dinosaurs. Though, it, it is... I think the content is there. The yeah, quality yeah. is there, but they yeah. lean so the, it's hard the, it's into the a It's the level of like silliness and extremity with the kind of hint of just giving a fuck and taking and just trying with it. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's so much fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but they like it's it's really early. They double down on the whole Cadillac vibe because uh, yeah, Mustafa yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jack the brand, are working the brand on the brand stuff, especially that they were like. Checking in with the brand. Yeah, they checked in with the brand. It's so good. Mustafa's like, did all the ancients drive Cadillacs? And Jack goes, only in their dreams. Oh, yeah, literally. Only in their dreams. <laughs> God. Like, oh, it's so gross. I hate it. I hate it. Um, uh, the setup for the episode is, you know, our our, our old nasty lady, Sharnhorst, uh, Wilhelmina Sharnhorst, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, working with Dr. Fessenden. Uh, on, on this big, you know, big Akira laser and it can like blow shit up, but they don't have a lot of control over it. So they need hey, for the, this for the substation out there listening. You've never seen Akira. Uh, it's like in game. It's like, it's, it's like in Gears <laughs> of War. They've got the hammer of Dawn. There's it's no like possible that. way. That's a more accessible reference. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Venn diagram of people who have played Gears of War and not seen Akira. Well. Wait, you wait, Akira's the, Akira's the anime with the motorcycle people, right? That, you got it, Shane. I'm so proud of you. you yeah. Watch well, movie. I'm, it's sorry, really good. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's really I, good. I will watch it. It's a, big, it's a big satellite laser that can blast somebody's arm off if it wanted to. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so the, the power to, to actually uh, adequately control and target this laser is in a substation <laughs> in the middle of Grith territory, which is the lizard people. <laughs> We finally get the info on the lizard people. Yeah, except yeah, long time word. coming. You get a word mm-hmm. of what the lizard people are. The Griff. Right. The Griff. And right. The just... only way that they can travel there is with Jack, because Jack is this sort of cool 
ambassador of all people and creatures. And, and so he's the only one who has like good graces to go through Grith territory. He's got that lizard so cred. They, reluctantly, they need him to travel there. Which was super fun. Uh, were they, you know, and he is wise to their to their tomfoolery right away. Oh, yeah. But yeah. is also in a weird predicament where if he doesn't help them, they're just who knows what this awful person is going to do. Right. They're just going to nuke their way through. Yeah. Their, yeah. If he doesn't do this. So he's like, oh, right. God damn it. I do like that. They've done a pretty good job so far of like realistically getting Jack wrapped up in these plots. I don't know how they can sustain it for 13 episodes. Hopefully that's still good. I don't know. But uh, but so far, so far, it makes sense for Jack to be stepping in, even if he really he really is kind of a lot like every week that we spend with with Jack. I'm kind of like, God, just turn it down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> get, like there get some sleeves on, man. <laughs> well, you're gonna say, get some sleep. And I feel that, too. Yeah, that too. Like, yeah. dude, you are you are having a hard time. There's a, a, an amazing scene. Can't keep burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you call having two guns out on both sides? <laughs> <laughs> no, goddamn it, Jack! No, not everything's about guns and Cadillacs. Uh, Quahoon to that. Quahoon. But there's a there's a really good scene. They they have to send so they send Jack. Jack takes Hannah, and the two of them go with Doctor Fessenden, and they go out into the woods and they're looking for this thing. And they you know they run afoul of a shivet, a big T Rex, and whatever, blah blah blah. But at one point. Uh, they they go through a waterfall, right? And Jack and Hannah are like on the other side of the waterfall to get away from this dinosaur. And they they realize they've left Dr. Fessenden behind. And so instead of like going back and being like, where are you, Dr. Fessenden? We just see Jack <laughs> just explode through the waterfall, land on the hood of his truck and go, Dr. Fessenden! <laughs> like he's a drive! He's a feral creature! Well, it's kind of fair because Fessenden was right behind him when they drove through the waterfall. And Fasadin is, is now being kind of foppish and stupid. Where have they gone? I'm all where alone. You, He's like, yeah, where did Dude. you go? <laughs> I want to I wanna clip drop of the way Jack awkwardly says Dr. Fessenden because I love his weird intonation there. And it's so yeah. good. No, Fessenden. Where's Fessenden? Fessenden. Right. Uh, but then the shivet full-on truckosaurus is this this truck i mean he like really really carzillas it really gets gets a good bite out of it uh out of the the front of the engine of the car um and it's so they good. have to bail they have to bail from the truck and then they're all kind of going on well they're all com- confined to the single cadillac when they go into it Grif- well Grif- yeah territory. we had we had to get everyone into the cadillac mm-hmm. yeah you know that's like a stipulation from gm or something uh Oh, I, I wait, almost, wanna... did we mention old Cyclops that this ship is named? Oh, yeah. Old Cyclops. Uh, it's really it's... good world of building. <laughs> this yeah. is old Cyclops. Let me uh, tell you why he's named that. No, we kind of get it. We kind of get it already, buddy. <laughs> we get it. He's only got one <laughs> eye. Okay. Okay. It's, it's an old similar to joke. the character Cyclops that only has one eye. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to point out that uh, Jack is really riding a sexist line all episode in a way that he hasn't in the last couple uh, weeks. Yeah. Like he gets he gets kind of weird, like because uh, when he brings Hannah along, like she's she's like, wow, I can't believe you wanted me to come along. And he's like, well, when we get to this crazy sciencey place, I might need your opinion. And she's like, really? And he's like, don't let it go to your head. 
Yeah. Like, like, geez, just ask for help, dude. Literally. And later, later on, we get another one of these moments where he's like mansplaining overrides to her, and she's like, "I fucking know what a computer override is." Just stop. Uh, that's a oh. great. That's a great line. It's a great part. Yeah. So you gotta. You. I. I feel like it's. It's worth mentioning. Like, you know, who who got to win that interaction, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And he did. Uh, it's not like end. a Disney show where the rich guy gets to just. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's gonna be on this horse until we're done with the arc, I think. Until we're um, done with the arc. But yeah, the, the <laughs> line that line though is like I can't stop it, the override's on. So bypass the override. You can't bypass the override. That's what an override is. <laughs> that is that's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty it funny. And then and then he does come up with the idea that that gets them to win. He's like, well, let's just change the direction of the laser. And she's like, oh yeah, okay. Which I kind of I kind of wish they'd left it like she'd figured it out on her own and yeah. she got to have that spank moment of that's what a fucking override is. Yep. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's kind of jumping ahead. I just sort of feel like Jack Jack's kind of grating on me a little bit now. Like mm. he, he had he had only good qualities in episodes one and two, and now I feel like he's he's showing a little bit of a different. It side. might it might depend on the writer. It might be a per episode sort of Ooh, yeah. variation, but we'll see. Do you ever stop asking questions? <laughs> that, that was the one that, that, was yeah. that got me where I was like, uh. It's kind she's of, like, no, I'm a scientist. <laughs> it's kind of the pitfall a lot of shows have fallen into in the past that we've seen where they make, in an attempt to make the woman the sort of sciencey character, you get this awkward moment where uh, the sort of, you know, the sort of common sense one always wins and it's never the woman. Yeah. 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 Uh, it doesn't taste good. I don't. No, it doesn't taste good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I like Hannah. I am liking her more. Yeah. Uh, every cool. every episode. She's she's fun and she holds her own. You know, there's no you know, she doesn't get swooped up in the arms of a gargoyle or anything. Um, <laughs> though, yet. if you want to use the Cadillac as a metaphor for a gargoyle, which boy, do I do I really? Um, <laughs> That's a big hard daddy. In a I show like that she, <laughs> stick, she sticks to her trusty crossbow. <laughs> yeah. yeah um okay so the griff let's talk about the griff they have to go into the spooky parts of the woods and uh these guys i don't know are they even real like it's really unclear of whether they're real or not like they're definitely they definitely are but they only show up in weird like favored dreams in the mist and like we never see one just sort of hanging out in front of people <laughs> uh-huh yeah, you, you uh, don't really fair. see like a straight up village where they live and, no. and eat and shit and do like people things. <laughs> um, but they do leave talismans around. They uh, do for leave Jack talismans to hanging around. <laughs> they're all they're always just leaving talismans. <laughs> leaving talismans. <laughs> uh, I don't know what is that. Ta- what was that talisman even for in the end? It was just a knife, right? Well, he used uh, it. It as helped a knife. him. It also signaled when it was his time to leave the 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 space so it's kind of an interesting thing that's set up here so jack is while he is kind of friendly with the griff he has a discussion with one of them in like a vision uh that's like look you still don't belong here like you're still a cool a stupid white person like in our place and we don't want you to stay here uh for long and so it is kind of he's also not there to uh, he's not there on like good intentions i mean his intentions are sort of to to new to to minimize damage, but yeah. that's still damage. That's still <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there is there is a kind of some nice complexity there, and it is you kind of feel like yeah, Jack probably shouldn't be here, and he's like yeah, we're not going to stay here forever, and like open up a, a Chili's 
you know, in, in your <laughs> And it's still like, like, that's not good enough, bro. We'll give you, we're friends, so we'll give you a sec, but like, wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I thought that was really unique. Like, I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, I, I was kind of so hoping... I was kind of hoping, so so we mentioned that they leave a, a talisman behind. There's no, like, instructions with this thing. It's just, like, a pink talisman hanging there. And, and Jack's like, oh, cool, it's from the Griff. I'm sure it'll be handy. And in the end, he uses it as a knife to get out of some some ropes that have tied him and Hannah up. Uh, but I really wanted a scene at the end where they meet up and they're like, hey, how did you like our talisman? Was it useful? And he's like, yeah, it was a great knife. And they're like, knife? <laughs> That like no, you put you need to put it in the computer. It would shut it all down. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like, you know, I yeah. wanted I wanted it to be complicated instead of just like a fancy nice pink knife. You used the MacGuffin <laughs> wrong. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I uh, don't know. But so they get to the substation and it's like crawling with pterodactyls. Um, mm. And so you they have Zeke's? to like the Zeke. Zeke's. So they called pterodactyl Zeke's. Oh god. Um, but uh, <laughs> sorry, they, sorry, they cleared out. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Hammer, our old bandit chieftain, Hammer Tarhoon, is, uh, scoping him out and, uh, is able to get their, their nerdy scientist, Dr. Fessenden, to sort of work for him now. And, uh... Which is really to, easy. Yeah, it was super easy. Yeah, he was a really, really quick mark. Um, just some, <laughs> some basic physical intimidation really got him, got him going. Do you think they don't know each other? I don't know if they know each other. Do, I don't think so. But they both work for the whatever for Scarnhorse, for Scary Ursula gym teacher. But yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of. I mean, Hammer occasionally works for for. So uh, would they, would they not have crossed like crossed paths before? Like, uh, I too feel weird about that. Yeah, because I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a big world. It seems like there's yeah. just a few people hanging. There's on. a village, and then there's the city and the sea. Yeah, and then Wasoon somewhere. It's <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and Chortis is somewhere out there in the wild, uh, I guess. Chortis died for sure, though. I yeah. don't know if Chortis died. I think <laughs> Chortis lives forever in our hearts, if we believe. Uh, Chortis lives in the talisman now. Yeah, oh, that's what it I was. I believe that, yeah. It's uh, Chortis's light <laughs> that shines. <laughs> but yeah, Hammer, Hammer gets fastened on his side. All he really has to do is say Death Ray, and Hammer's like, I'm listening. I do love a death ray. You said two of my five favorite words. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Everything kind of comes to a head at the at the 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 station, the control station, and you know they're they're gonna they're gonna they do a test fire, right? So they get captured, and the test fire is gonna be we're gonna shoot the lasers at Hannah and Jack, and they've got them tied up. And this is my favorite scene in the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. They have them tied up to these big posts that are like solidly shoved in the ground. And they're like eight inches in diameter, oh, yeah. these big wooden posts, and they're tied to them. Like I said earlier, Jack uses the 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 the, the, the amulet talisman, whatever, to get them to get them out. Sharp but crystal. I guess they they identify that they don't have enough time to get Hannah uh, untied or like <laughs> cut through her ropes uh, in time before the laser's gonna come. And so Jack changes his plan and he gets around behind and he just starts grabbing the post. And she's like, no, no, there is no way that you're going to be. And then he just hulks her out. He hulks her out. He pulls his post and her out of the ground with this brute man strength. And it is I thought it was a joke. I thought that was like that. 
It was so weird. Did it you guys was, not feel weird was, about that? I loved it though. I <laughs> loved it. Yeah, it was I love Jack's like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, he does get uh, hunk points. Well, that is yeah, true. his ridiculous feats of hunk strength that show up. Like <laughs> my other favorite uh, bit of of Jack craziness this episode is after when uh, they they've redirected the uh, the computers to blow up the station and they're trying to oh, flee right. in time. And there's still a baby pterodactyl in there. And Jack straight oh up God. throws a bag around the pterodactyl <laughs> and shot puts the pterodactyl. Shot puts mom. a pterodactyl into into space, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, Just clearly like the right answer here is to throw the baby. Yeah, he throws <laughs> a baby into the sky up with his mom, uh, and it's it's a wonderful moment. It learns to fly. <laughs> yeah, because it yeah. has to. Yeah, yep. Jeez, he's just such a berserker. What, this like this he's like a druid berserker like wonderful nature loving crazy force of nature i, I there is understand. okay there i there is another cool moment also in the ending here where they've snuck back into the facility where tarhoon is there before they reroute it um mm-hmm. and all you see is a bolt just fly through the air um and land next to the goons and then like what the fuck did this come from and then it's it's a bolt from the vent that Jack is in, that he's about to kick off and then start kicking their ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's and somehow he's climbed through the vents with a giant, like, four-foot-long gre- grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, how... You're never gonna leave this behind. <laughs> God bless him. Uh, I don't know. What else is there even to say about this whole yeah, show? Yeah, I mean, it's... they, you know, they have that argument about overrides, uh, which is Yeah, funny. they do. Actually, um, be- before that, there's a there's that we get to see a screen because they realize that what's what's happening. This is a little earlier. They realize what's happening and that it's not like because they, they were brought here under false pretenses that it was like a solar energy satellite. And Hannah realizes that it's a laser because she looks at the screen, which is otherwise all binary zeros and ones. And then in the middle of a sequence of zeros and ones, it says zero one zero one aiming mechanism zero one zero one. Yeah. Except she do- it doesn't, because if you zoom in, it says aiming echinism. Like, they forgot the <laughs> M when they animated it. You go back, That's... it's aiming echinism, and I really liked that. I don't know, it's, it's, actually... not, it's not like a 2019 takedown in the artist, but like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's too bad, because that actual sequence is really well done, because during mm-hmm. that time, she's piecing together <gasps> right. that it's... That it's an aiming mech, that it's not a power station for solar energy that's going to, like, be the new progressive world, uh, new world order. Um, instead, it's a evil Akira laser cannon. And while she's piecing this together word by word, it's cutting back and forth to Jack, who's, like, loading uh, bullets in his gun. Yeah. And cocking it, like, step by step. And because he's already ahead of her. And he's like, yeah, we're going to fucking shoot this thing. It's Rambo time. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard, just it's cool hard. it's a cool sequence it is cool i i liked that a lot um there's i don't know fuck there's a mastodon stampede for some reason at the end of yeah. this is the thing's <laughs> the, gonna blow the, up the it's deus chaotic. S mastodon Ooh, deus S mastodon Ooh. yeah the machinaria uh, vitae <laughs> although <laughs> i kind of wish it had been old cyclops coming back i think i know to that bring that better back. It would have been a yeah. little tighter, I think. Bring we should back. write 80s cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back in time and be better. Uh, I got to I gotta mention the, the last sequence. 
um, because everything is fine. You know, they use the laser to blow up the laser control place. It makes sense. But then we cut. It's like later that night. It's the sunset. And we see the, the Cadillac and it's parked up on a cliff. And all I'm thinking about is like, that is like 100% make out point, right? Like mm-hmm. he drove it up there. And, and the first line out of Hannah's mouth is like, why are we stopped here, Jack? <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, uh, why indeed? Why Clown. indeed? <laughs> he's, he's too much of a good boy for that. Though. Yeah, he's nice. The old blood mechanics are sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also kind of feel like maybe he doesn't have any idea about sex. Oh, you know, he spends too much time working out and working on cars. Yeah. <gasps> like he knows about sex in terms of like animals, but he's never thought about it as a person. Oh, you know, he's probably. devoted his life to the Machinadio Vitae. The Machinadio so Vitae hot. is his wife. Yeah, that's why that's he's so hot. why he's so hot. He's so hot because <laughs> he didn't even want it. Oh, I feel <laughs> oh, no. like he'd get really weird and be like, are you talking about breeding? <laughs> like, <laughs> he totally would. He totally would. When will you be laying your eggs? <laughs> I don't think we'd make favorable offspring. Allow me to recommend you several other possible mates. <laughs> My best friend Mustafa. <laughs> oh no! He's a kind of courtly gentleman. I, I love Mustafa. I love his design shape. His character shape. He's great. I also yeah, think there isn't there a speed. shot in the in the intro of Mustafa running like a like what Mustafa we, is incredibly fast and it's incre- and it's completely unaddressed. <laughs> His fastest friend. <laughs> they did. <laughs> oh my god. I'm kind of I'm kind of weirded out. We didn't see any of that that other character we met last week either. That that oh, weird yeah. that weird guy with the hat who cooked who the cactus dessert. Yeah, who he like cooking the. The floppy cactus. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's cooking. What is cooking inside of that? He, <laughs> is that Jello? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also, he, he wants a up. droopy cactus. Mm. <laughs> what would make a cactus less appealing? Some octopus <laughs> weeds, maybe. Yeah. Some octopus weeds. Oh boy! You know what I hate is that there's actual like world building that we've internalized about this show. Like you hell just yeah, we have. This show's weeds. great. Show fucking rocks. I Pro am news. getting a little. I'm getting a little annoyed with the uh, with the dinosaur names. Uh, it's, it's, it's just getting. It's getting more and more frustrating to keep track of. It could I just be that, that I don't more like sense. the names. Yeah, it, well, it could too. just be a shivet and a Mac, Mac and Zeke I don't shivet. Yeah, it just Mac and Zeke are people names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People names. They're like my names. best friend Mac from SSX Tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should play SSX Tricky on our Twitch stream oh together, Shane. I, I'm in. Let's do it. Oh, God. Uh, we're going to play this game, aren't we? going to play Cadillacs and Dinosaurs? I don't know. It's a side-scroller. Uh, it has a 5 out of 5 on GameFAQs. One of the greatest games ever created by Capcom is the quote from that. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you at all. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, we, we, we <laughs> talked about playing the game at some point uh, for, like, for the show. God. I don't know if I want to. I feel like it can only fall short of the cartoon. Right? <sighs> yeah, it can for sure fall short of the cartoon. The characters are a little different. The 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 scientist guy is like the main antagonist and uh, he's like spooky. Are you telling me this game has no Sharnhorst? I'm not sure <laughs> I played it. I'm out. I'm done. I don't know. No Sharnhorst, I quit. Um, can we talk about Pheasanton's 
voice actor. Have you guys done that yet? No. The, no. the voice actor who plays Fessenden. What's it? What, who, what you know, is it? So, so, okay, so there's this thing that always happens with me and Andy where sometimes we talk about like voice actors because they just, my ear will pick up on a thing that I heard once when I was six. Uh-huh. Right? So Fessenden um, was in a little show called The Adventures of Sonic. No, really? In, Stop. In like <laughs> 70 episodes of I it I just brought whatever. this up last week with, yep. with Allison. Yep. And uh, he was Mr. Owl in Franklin. Um, he was definitely Toad in the Mario cartoon. He was Toad? Yeah. Toad's yeah. the only voice that they didn't change when like, they went into season three of that show. Rory, are you on fire yet? <laughs> have we, Have you set on fire already? I've, How are we doing? I, I, I'm eating myself from the feet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like an Ouroboros snake eating its yeah. own tail. What happens when you get to the midsection? Aurorobos. Aurorobos. My yeah, hope is that gross. I disappear, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> or I've never gotten that far. Well, it's time for us to end our stream here. Uh, thanks for watching, Austin, as you do all the time, because we got to call that out. Austin does watch our stream a lot. Uh, I do. And thank you for that. You're 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 a you're a good friend. And Rory Rory joins in once in a while and gives us really uncomfortable would you rather questions while we're trying to play video games. I think games. they're pretty good. I think they are, they, they are pretty good. <laughs> they're very very good. And we have to, you know, pull Andy's attention away from the game sometimes or else he'll just get angry. He's a Andy's a mad boy. I get so. mad at video games. <laughs> hey, hey Andy, can you uh spell out the full name of your Twitch channel, uh, just yes, so that I can. While we're yes, really I can. in the thick of it, you know, while we're the people the, know. Yeah, while we're shilling, while we're shilling, it's S H A N D Y, like Shandy, like that delightful summer beverage, and then Town T O W N with an E at the end, because I guess we thought that was fun. Town Shandy Town, uh, and you can find us on Twitter if you want. I don't tweet there very much, but I try to. If it was England, we, uh, you would call it Shandyton. I yeah, yeah, Ooh, Shandyton, yeah, Shandyton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, we've shilled, we've shilled enough. What, how do we how do we feel about this week's this week's crop of of episodes? There were, it was pretty hunk heavy. Hunk still heavy. vibing, man. Still, still vibing enjoying, on still these shows. Vibe, still enjoying what's going on. Me too. I I've cleaned my plate three weeks in a row, and mom has not been mad. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, how are you doing? How'd you? Thanks for thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you, thank you so much for having me. It's always, you know, they say not to meet your idols, but oh, don't do that. Been a fan since day one, so no big deal. It's fine. You can't feed them like that. You cannot tell them they're your idols. Otherwise, you hear it happening already. Oh, I was talking. I'm sorry. I was talking about Goliath. Oh, you're talking about Goliath. I was talking about the shows. I'm sorry. Those hot daddies, like that's that's me and Austin have stopped kissing and looked up like those two zebras from the from the Lion King. Those zebras were kissing, right? In the movie, those uh, zebras were kissing. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in for our third episode of, of this uh, Calyx and Dinosaurs and Gargoyles arc. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been really fun having guests for... A lot of them so far. I mean, for all of them so far. Uh, yeah, we'll see if we get more. We'll see. Yeah, depending on availability. But Shane, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, it was great to have you. Uh, it's uh, always a pleasure, and you are welcome back anytime. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But but try and be invited. Like, don't drop in on, yeah. on oh. an episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're recording one with Amalia, and you boop, boop, boop into the Discord <laughs> channel, and you're like, hey, guys. I also I would watch the episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would never take Amalia's thunder. Yeah, right. <laughs> She'd fight you for it. Um, you can, if you like, if you like our show, you can find us on iTunes. You can give us a good rating there. You can find us on our website, which is satamtuesdays.com. You can go on Facebook or Twitter, all those places, and, and give us the the old the old thumb. Give us that happy thumb, uh, the internet thumb that we all that we all have and give out so judiciously. And uh, Shane, do you have anything you want to plug? Are you doing you up to anything fun, or are you not? Because I know how that be. Um, yeah, I'd like to fun. Pl- I'd like to fun. I'd like to fun a plug. <laughs> <laughs> My only plug is for this really awesome podcast, Saturday morning, Tuesdays. Aww, Aww. that's so sweet. That's so sweet, Shane. Thank you. Free advertising, you're welcome. Well, it doesn't really work if it's <laughs> on the show, though. I feel like you didn't say any of the social media places, or am I crazy? I did, yes. And I totally missed it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we just got distracted by by Shane's cute plug. Oh. <laughs> Shane's cute plug is an ad we should do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> You don't have to answer that. (laughs) Uh, See you next Tuesday.